0: Set summer in motion with the most electrifying Honda vehicles yet, like the CR-V and Accord, with available hybrid powertrains designed to deliver more thrilling performance and more innovative tech. Summer's here. Make every adventure more electrifying with Honda. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get a 3.9% APR on a 2023 Honda Accord Hybrid or 2023 CR-V Hybrid. Buy online, reserve from select dealers, or visit your local Honda dealer today. See dealer for financing details. Hello and welcome to Film Companion. You've tuned into an exciting new interview podcast, Spill the Tea with Sneha Menon Desai. To catch more of what we do, visit us on www.filmcompanion.in. I do not know how to act. I just know how to feel and become. I'm at that point of time where people write for me. I'm playing leads or parallel leads, and I am. Loving it. I am loving it. Shafali, welcome to Film Companion and welcome back to Zoom Boxes. Thank you. Thank you, Sneha. <laughs> You're promoting Human on Hotstar. I know it's a serious show, but this conversation doesn't have to be. So, are you in the mood to spill the tea? I won't spill the tea, but I'm really looking forward to a fun conversation. <laughs> Excellent. To kick things off, tell me, how would you describe yourself as a human? Give me one good and one not so good trait, just to keep it interesting. Uh, well, I think there is one trait which uh, works either ways, uh, which is my pro and which is my con, which is my strength and which is my weakness, is excessive passion and excessive emotion. How's that a Because I give in weight much, way, way, way more than anyone can match up. And uh, I probably do not get enough in it. Mm -hmm. And also the way it's interpreted, like, I'm a passionate person. So the way I talk is like, Oh, please calm down. Why are you getting hyper? And it's like, I'm not hyper. This is the way I talk. That actually brings me to my next question. When you come to be known as such an immersive actor, such a passionate actor, what are the stereotypes that get associated with you? Like, would you get a call ever for a flippant role? Like, do they just assume that you can't run around trees? uh, I don't want to run around trees. But, uh, uh, (laughs) you know, actually, until recently, uh, there is a persona I carry. And I've seen that happen on multiple sets I have gone to. So, the first impression is she, and I've heard, you know, the ADs and directors tell me this after they get to know me. The first impression is she's very serious. You don't mess with her. You just talk to her enough as far as the role is concerned, the shoot is concerned. She doesn't like talking to people and she, it's intimidating, Hmm. uh, which lasts exactly like 15 minutes because after those 15 minutes, they know who I am and they realize that I'm, you know, I can be a goofball. Um, really? so yeah they they really don't think it's possible for me to um be funny or wicked <laughs> uh, but that uh, illusion breaks almost immediately after they meet him. so give me three uh let's bust three myths about being Shafali shah what would you say one is serious like she's only serious yeah i'm not serious uh two Ah. Uh, What an incredibly confident and self-assured woman. Not? I question myself all the time. Ooh, you got me there. I really question myself all the time. Yeah. I doubt myself. I question myself in terms of my work. uh, Yeah. Uh, This might sound completely like um unreal but it's a fact i do not know how to act sorry i just it? know how to feel and become i don't have a pattern mm-hmm. i don't have a craft so sometimes i feel that if instinctively i don't feel it and instinctively i'm i don't become that person what will happen i won't have anything to fall back on wow You know, Pankaj Tripathi said in an interview that to be a good actor, you have to be a good human being. Do you find the truth there? Not necessarily. No? No, because I could be a good human being, but I could play a character which is completely off. But yes, uh, I I believe that if you are real, Hmm. it will show through. It always shows through. So, you know, there could be an actor who's terrific at their craft, and there could be an actor who's not a great actor, but honest. And what will touch you is the honesty. At least for me, that's the way I see. Right, right. I want to come to the rules of engagement when working with one's spouse. You're uh, co-directed by your husband on this one. Do you guys have like a little uh, safe book that makes it work? Well, maybe I should have had it. <laughs> uh, no, um, but you need to probably be a little more uh, aware because, you know, like if I have an honest conversation with a director and like I said, I'm extremely passionate in the way I, I talk, I speak, I the way I express. Uh, but when I do that with my, when I'm doing that with a director, any other director, it might be perceived as, okay, this is a, back and forth healthy conversation without any emotions involved between two directors uh, between an actor and a director but when it becomes with my husband or if he says something to me it will always be perceived oh he spoke like this to his wife oh she spoke like this to her husband you know there's a protocol that you have to maintain yeah yeah so yeah that, that could be it. You were also coming to him straight off uh, Delhi Crime and an absolutely phenomenal uh, run that you've been having. having. Does your like uh, bargaining power change at home even? Uh, are, you talking, are you talking about money? Or are you talking about role? So Whipple and me have... Uh, we respect each other's work way too much. We really respect each other's work. And also, whatever he does and whatever I do, is actually a cumulative bigger picture for our family. So I will never tell him to cast me in something just because I'm his wife and he will never offer me something which is not worth my while. And even after that, we I mean, you know, it depends on either's choice, like uh, things like that. Secondly, as far as um, my logistical uh, things go, even in other projects, Whipple is the one who does it for me because I, I, I think from my heart, he thinks from his head. So, wow. yeah. Well, well, that's a good way to make it work. Yeah. Shafali, you're playing a doctor on human and I know that this is a profession that it's very easy to come across as fake and go horribly wrong with it as well. And known that you never take a role lightly, what were some of the stereotypes that you were sure right from the start that you would not resort to when it came to being a doctor on screen? Honestly, uh, Gauri Nath is a doctor, but she is another person in entirety. Being a doctor is a part of her. She's a part of this. I mean, there is a, the, the show is about the underbelly of the medical world. It is about human drug trials, but Gauri Nath by herself is an entire person. Being a doc is a part of it and a very integral part of it. Uh, also, every doctor varies from each other hmm. because of who they are as people. So there is no rule book. There is no uh, blueprint actually to follow. You know, ke, achha, doctor ho ye karna hmm. you know, it's, it, there is no such um, instruction booklet that you get being a doctor. So Gauri Bai, as a character itself, I mean, you're talking about myths. I don't even know about myths because she manages to surprise you at every step. She is a Pandora's box. She is unexpected. She is, indecipherable she's unpredictable and she used to surprise me that's exciting yeah very exciting how did uh, living through a pandemic prepare you for the part well I'll be very honest it the pandemic was a far bigger burning issue than anything else absolutely and still is it still is so to say that that prepared me for the part nothing prepares you for what is going on in the world right now it's unprecedented it was unthought of uh physically what happened this year when we had the second wave which was terrible terrible and it affected every family you know the first wave was still where you heard somebody somebody got covid second wave hit everyone's home and the amount of lives we lost and and just just it it was really terrifying it was terrifying to even hear the news or read because of the kind of chaos the medical world was in how ill-equipped we were for it so in the larger picture there is not a compact nothing could take brain space not a show not a role not a film not what you ate for dinner or not, oh my God, I'm locked up in my house. Because the, the uh, you know, the uh, burning issue was so large. It's like a large cloud hanging over our heads, even today. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. But um, just in terms of you managed to wrap this shoot before the third wave uh, looms large, and I'm so glad for that. But what is is it like for an actor to shoot with all of these restrictions and and the protocol that you have to follow? What's the reality of it? Well, one is that all all the productions that I work with, uh, they're extremely precautious. Uh, I got used to my nose being dug every day. (laughs) I just got used to it. It was like, wake up, brush your teeth, have a shower, get your nose dug. By somebody else PM <laughs> was like that uh but it's necessary it is very very necessary and that's how it's going to be uh as far as you know there's only this much precaution you can take as an actor because you're completely exposed yeah. you're completely exposed so the responsibility does come onto the production house to make sure that your actors are protected in terms of everyone else is wearing a mask. Yeah. Because you can't. You know? So, um, but I have to give it every production house I've worked with. I mean, they've worked around it and there is no other option. You know, they put safety as priority. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about uh, being Shafali Shah today. You really are having such a glorious run. What is your mind space? What is your head space? Knock on wood, the both of us. But what is it really like? Like, I can, I mean, the happiness is for everyone to see, but what is it really like to finally get your due? Well, it's, uh, oh my God, it's just that, you know, when you just have a sigh, it's not a sigh of relief. It's just like, really, finally, Thank God, thank God. I mean, honestly, Sneha, the amount of work I've done in this year, in 2021, I haven't done in my entire career put together. And I mean it. I genuinely mean it. And the kind of work I want, where they're women-oriented subjects, there have been script, I mean, I'm at that point of time where people write for me. I'm playing leads or parallel leads and, I am loving it. I am loving it. I mean, I'm seriously telling you, I've done six projects this year. I was like, really? <laughs> Out of each two months we were in a lockdown. I was going through your Instagram and I couldn't keep up. Yeah, you know, actually, everyone was like, one second, before you started, there is again a wrap cake. Like, what are you doing? Where are you? What is going on? So, yeah, it's been touch good. But in retrospect, it's safe to say that this is all the fruit of one show really touching. I agree. Yes, it's Delhi crime. The fact that Rishi Mehta took a chance and casted me, and cast me, it's a big deal. Until then, nobody had done. I mean, yes, there was juice and there was once again, but to put me in the center of a show I mean, I have to give it to him and uh, Mukesh, they were casting. So that really, and of course, what the show is, even before it won the Emmys, yeah. you know, it, the show by itself is one of the best shows that has ever come out of India. And it's one of the best shows internationally. So to be a part of it. And suddenly people saw that and said, oh, she can carry a project on her shoulders. And she, she can be the center of it. So all this while, you know, people used to say, "Wow, she's very good, one of the best we have, terrific actor." But it never translated into work. DC changed that for me. Uh, Brownie points at home with the kids. Uh, well, I think they think I'm very talented. <laughs> I'm sure they always <laughs> did, but now but you- they, they don't. They don't. Tell me, yeah, but um they're proud of me. Does it does it change with the friends, the kids' friends? Like, what happens really? When they think I'm the cool mom. <laughs> yeah, they definitely think I'm the cool mom. I love it. Listen, tell me. Like, more. actually, some of their friends come and hang out with me. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yesterday, one of one of the other kids, he was just sitting with me and faffing. He was sitting on the deck and you were faffing and having coffee together. What has uh, the the last two years just taught you about the human race at large? I'm punning on the title of your show. Uh, Unpredictability of life Hmm? and the value of togetherness and people. People you love. You know, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, so make the most of it today. And I, I treasured my you know i missed what i missed the most was being able to connect with my family and friends the the sheer joy of a touch the sheer joy of being able to see someone you love and hug them tight yeah we've taken all this for granted yeah yeah but it's it's a wake-up call of and also the need to make the most of togetherness today. You know, yeah. it kind of highlighted it. On a lighter note, if we were to go into some sort of lockdown, what is the chore that you're dreading the most? <laughs> oh God! Um, I feel you. Yeah, yeah. The first lockdown, I was doing everything. Everything. I was doing everything. From Charu pocha, bartan, kapda, cooking. Beds, cleaning, dust, everything. I was doing, and then we had two puppies. We would just gotten two puppies, so it was it was really crazy. Uh, what is it, chore that uh, I don't know? I just don't want to be in that situation again where I have no help. I'll go crazy. Yeah, really. Yeah. You know, I, I can't do it. I'll go crazy.
1: It's exhausting.
0: Like... Also, I have OCD, so a lot of things my husband said. But you don't need to do this every day. But I insisted on doing it every day. So. And finally, before I let you go, give me three recommendations that people should just stay home and sit and watch. Because that's the safest thing to do. Oh, right? I can give you many. Because actually, I didn't have the time through the year to catch up. So, in the last, like from the 28th or 27th or something, I went rampant with it. <laughs> so um, one is money heist. I know everybody's watched it. I came on, I, I couldn't watch it until I came back from Pokan after my shoot. Um, then uh, Fargo, it's an old show. I uh, visited it recently. Uh, Koda, the film, Living with the Ricardos, Don't Look Up. Uh, wow. There are just so many shows. I haven't been able to catch everything. Nice. You absolutely are the coolest And human. And human. And human. <laughs> Good plug. You are absolutely the cool mom and I'm so glad that you're finally getting your due and ret- and in return, we are getting our due by just being able to see you on screen. Thank you Thank so you. much. All the best for Human. And Thank you. Thank you, Sneha. You stay safe too. Take Thank care. You. Bye. Bye. If you liked what you just tuned into, then subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Stitcher and Radio Public. You can now also follow Film Companion on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and YouTube.